You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. We're going to start off with Scott this hour in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Scott, how are you? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I work for a uh, for a company that I get 10% of my salary, the ability to purchase company stock. Um, the stock has been very, very fruitful over the 10 years that I've worked for the company. Um, the way our, our stock purchase works is that we get to purchase the 10% of our salary twice a year in a six-month period at 15% below the lowest point in that six-month period. So the the... The sometimes when I get these the stock at the six months, it can be forty fifty dollars a share better than the market value at the time. When I, I read Baby Steps Millionaire and the Money Makeover, you talk more about putting your retirement into mutual funds. I've kind of considered that ten percent as being my part of my retirement. Of I take sixteen percent out of my total salary with 6% in a 401k that, that my company matches. And then the other 10% is in company stock. Um, and the stock has done nothing but gain in the, in the nine years that I've been there. And it, it's some big jumps as well. So do I leave that in there and consider that, that still 10% of my retirement? Or do I switch it like you talk about in the money makeover to mutual funds? Well, congratulations. Sounds like you've hit a home run, man. Uh, it feels kind of good. And so, um, yeah, the, your theory has not been stress tested yet. <laughs> and uh, that'll come along. Okay. First, let me give you a couple observations first. Uh, number one, your company stock purchase plan is no different than most of them. They're almost okay. all exactly what you described. 15% below, lowest of the six-month average, whatever. Okay, uh, and so it's not like you're getting some huge discount that other people that have the work for a publicly traded company with stock options don't get. It's almost always exactly what you outline. Very, very similar, if not. So uh, it's good, but it's not the biggest deal. In most cases, okay. if you look at a 52-week high, 52-week low on the charts, you will see a move of uh, most stocks more than 15% up or down. And okay. so that 15% discount can, as you said, cause, because it's down, cause a, uh, a great purchase price, but it also can cause, um, you know, it can evaporate in about an eye blink uh, okay. but just because of the normal volatility of stock. Uh, observation number one. Observation number two, single stocks are more risky than mutual funds. Okay. Period. No exceptions. Because... Okay. You're, you're violating the diversification rule of, you know, you got all your eggs in one basket, or at least that number of eggs are all in that one basket. Um, and okay. so it's your, you're taking more risk. Even though you've had the benefit of this company doing very well, it's gone up, gone up, gone up. I'm happy for you. I'm glad it went up. I don't want you to have hard times. Uh, but uh, but that, can sh that can gloss over the fact that you're taking risk because you haven't had a loss. You have not anything that scared you, that woke you up and went, oh, this is risky. So what we tell folks to do, our, our standard rule of thumb, is uh, don't put more than 10% of your net worth in single stocks. And you currently okay. have more than that with the formula you're giving me. Okay. Okay. So the example of that always comes back to my mind was many years ago I was coaching a, a lady that had worked for Procter & Gamble, which is a fine company. She had $800,000 in her 401k. It was all 
in company stock, it went in half the year she retired. So I don't, none of my 401k is in, I work for Apple, is, is in Apple stock. The oh, stock Jesus. that's a wonderful is, stock, yeah. The, the stock purchase is a total separate deal. And to be honest with you, Dave, I, I haven't, um, I, I'm recently divorced a couple of years and I was um, lucky to get out and be debt free. And, you know, I, I've never really read your books because I never had any, I didn't have any debt. But after watching you with Robert Morris, I, uh, I, I downloaded the first book and then went to the second book and well, it really you. motivated me to kind of get my act together. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, so, so I, Ecclesiastes says, spread your portions to seven, yes to eight, for disaster may come upon the land. And yeah. Apple is about as, uh, it's about as wonderful a single stock story as there is on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, it's doubled. It's just yeah. doubled. Yeah, it's crazy. Over the it's wonderful. I did have to get rid of some of it. They have more money in, than in Egypt. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> I don't know what. They actually have more cash than Egypt. It's an incredible company. <laughs> hey, you mentioned you read the first two books and that you originally had kind of stayed away because you weren't in debt, but I recommend you pick up uh, Baby Step Millionaires. Maybe he did. Can... That's what he's talking about. Oh, perfect. Oh, I did. I did. I read. No, I read both of the books. I've actually listened to probably, probably three times each. Well, thank you. Um, so the the whole um, question is, do you how much risk do you want to take? And and I think we can all stand up and cheer and say Apple has done a wonderful job. Of all the single stocks out there, it's the one that might be the most tempting. It is an unbelievable story. Uh, but I still, I, I'm just risk averse enough to say, okay, I'm going with the scripture says spread my portions to seven, yes to eight. I don't want my whole deal on one company. And you don't have your whole deal, but you got a lot of it. And so I'm probably going to be a little less Apple prone if I'm you. If I was ever going to do what you're doing, it would be that company. Oh, my God, it's wonderful. Okay. So, you know, if you want to keep doing it, keep doing it. I just want you to hear I want you to feel that you're you're violating the diversification principle. And that does nothing but increase risk inherently in that one bad iPhone launch, one bad lawsuit over a tablet or whatever i don't know what can happen i mean (laughs) i have no idea what can happen but you know it's they get cancel cultured i don't know i don't know how this works but whatever it is i just don't want it's not in your control you're one of a bazillion employees you don't control this stock and so i i i wouldn't be as heavy in it as you are but i will acquiesce and say if i was ever going to be <laughs> good lord there you know the, the 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 financial number regardless of what you think of the products or the people or anything else the financials on that company are blistering good yeah that's a great position to be in it's good crazy company. yeah it's crazy how much cash they have it's mind-blowing but yeah but aside from that i still well, I mean, just, I, I'm sitting here saying how much I'm a fanboy of their stock, and I don't own a single share. That says I follow the principles. I don't buy single stocks at all, and if I was going to, it wouldn't be more than 10% of my net worth. Don't it? Just you can do what you want to do, but I, I'm not doing it. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.